we're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast where podcasts are available. Welcome back, everybody, ladies and gents. Oh, yeah, boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. Um, today, we're going to be talking about some really incredible stuff. Some really fascinating things. Absolutely. Some stuff that's going to be very fun. We got to talk about it just because we are a responsible podcast here at the Face Off. I'm tired of being a responsible podcast. I am too. It's like we're, this is our seventh episode. Actually, no, it's actually like our 10th or 11th because we still have some other episodes that we have not released yet um, that we will be releasing. I just got to finish editing them. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about stuff. Hopefully this is the last of this of what we'll be talking. I'm about, never talking about politics ever Oh, again. God. I'm so sick of talking about everything dealing with politics. It's so annoying. So, anyway, how was your week this week? My week was good. Yeah. What'd you do? I went to work. Maybe you're familiar. Um, Friday was off. I went to a wedding. Congratulations, Eilish and Dylan. I went to grad school with Congratulations. her. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo-hoo. People my I guess people get married now. It's a thing that they're doing. Yeah, marriage is a beautiful thing. It is, but like it's scary for me. I feel like people, Why? my friend, like final. You know how you have like the outer circle starts to get married and buy yeah. houses and shit, but now it's like slowly inching into an inner circle situation, and yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's kind of funny because my I feel like my inner circle from like back in the day, um, the people that I went to high school with, and they all got married and started having kids pretty young, like in their twenties anyway. So I'm kind of like the late ball to, mm. to the to the party i feel like you're just on time i definitely feel like i'm late to the party i wanted to my desire was to be married with kids at least by 27 27 yeah. holy shit no yeah. uh-uh because i want to be a young mom like i have a young mom it's overrated don't do it <laughs> <laughs> but your mom was also what well, how old was she when she had you 21 Tw- that's that's way too young I, that's Girl, that's why I still eat. I all I eat is uh, pizza rolls and cookie dough. Well, see, by twenty seven, I had at least I had two degrees, and I was in school for my doctorate. Damn. So I mean, now I wouldn't have wanted to have a baby while I was in school for my doctorate. That's no. Yeah. But um, no, my mom took me to college with her. Oh, that's Because I cute. was premature, so she was just like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. One of my classmates is that. Um, shout out to my classmate, my Kira and Tyree. They were in PT school with me, and um, and even in undergrad, we had classes together as well. We all graduated together. Well, they graduated after me for undergrad, but then we all uh, went to PT school together. Anyway, they had baby baby Kira, and um, she was pretty much like our class mascot. We called her, um, and so she used to take bring her to class all the time. So all the teachers loved her, and Aww. you know, so it was it was great. I always like when kids came to class, especially when they disrupted the class. That was even more fun because <laughs> then they're like, "All right, let's go ahead and end early." Yeah. Thank you, little baby, whoever you are. Yeah, like in my, I think when I was in fifth grade, I was like, oh yeah, by the time I'm 25, surely. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, maybe by 32? Uh, who knows? Oh yeah, because you're 26, yeah. 
I'm 20. I'm like a, I'm a solid 26, you know? I think now that I'm 36, I'm definitely taking my uterus very seriously. <laughs> you should. I'm not. I'm still playing around. I told some, someone was like, yeah, I think we're like, they're trying to have kids. And I was like, that's funny because I'm actively trying not to have children every single day. It's a choice that I make and I'm making it. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm definitely like, you know, every time I go to the gynecologist, they're like, so uh you're moving closer and closer to a geriatric uterus what are you doing <laughs> and i'm like listen if you know i'm a husband that tell me so we can come on and get, get, get to get going and, that's uh, why now know, all my kids. patients i'm like listen you won't be my patient for long okay. if you are my patient you cannot be my husband because clearly you have a deficit and there's something that's wrong perfect with that is perfect okay anna nicole <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't want that no not yet but yeah the mm -hmm. wedding was good i haven't been to wedding in a hot minute yeah everyone wore masks it was like half i was gonna say half staff half uh half attendance half attendance yeah it was nice it was catholic but the mask was like very in and out which mm -hmm. i appreciate yeah um no liquor which wasn't great for me but i can understand why didn't they have liquor there why didn't they yeah i think it's less expensive and then oh, less yeah. um issues well yeah too because if you're drunk you're not gonna put a mask on so that's probably why yeah or like i don't know throw up or punch someone or yeah strip just get all crazy there's no need for that we're in yeah. a pandemic it's i'm all for a mess so are you usually the mess at the wedding 100 percent. Okay. i'm kidding no i'm a great wedding guest everyone invite me to their weddings don't put me on a mic but let me come so you're the you're that person that makes the crazy speeches i'm like hey <laughs> remember that guy you fucked sophomore year of college oh he was nothing compared to your husband congratulations to the bride and groom cheers Remind everybody never <laughs> invite you to my wedding no i'm fine i swear <laughs> you want me at your wedding listen i'm not probably even having like a big ceremony i'm gonna i'm gonna do like what solange did nice little simple your mama my my mom your parents maybe my nephew depending on you know he can come with the ring down the aisle that's it you got a best man and a, a maid of honor that's it and mm -hmm. we're going on a vacation for three weeks that's what I'm, so in my head i've always been like i want on a beach don't care which one i'll tell people when and where they can just come it's yeah. going to be a party for a week it's yeah. going to be great very i like the idea of everyone getting kind of something out of it mm -hmm. right like a trip or a vacation or whatever yeah and then i'm thinking like i don't know who the fuck i'm gonna marry what if they have a huge family and their oh, family's well. old as shit and then i feel bad and we have to have a wedding here listen you better do a zoom with because uh, listen i'm not i'm not spending all that money like walk up let me tell you something walk a flock of flock of flame he said the Doctor most Dr. flame walk a flock of flame said the most like sensible like common sense thing ever he was like I am not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars or even thousands of dollars to pay for people to watch me and my spouse kiss. That's literally what you're doing. That's what you're doing. That's literally what you're doing. Now, granted, people are basking in your love. Oh, who cares? But I want to take that money and just go on like a three-week vacation just fucking all around the world. There's no way my family will let me do that. What do you mean your family won't let you? Like, I, my family will not let me just like elope or go off and have like if i had like a significant wedding like a uh what do they call it a destination wedding oh, okay, that yeah. would be cool mm -hmm. but if i was just like we're gonna elope and we'll come back and have dinner or something they'd be like fuck no well you don't tell people you elope you come back and you're married i just don't want to deal with that drama just be like well i'm sorry mom can't do it oh that would all and uh, no yeah i think now that because my my father has passed i no longer have the desire to like be walked down the aisle because like my, my sister uh -huh. got she got married uh 2016 to my brother-in-law great beautiful wedding um and my mom walked her down the aisle and i was just like it just seems so sad <laughs> <You're> just like, <laughs> like, eh. 
Like mm. I stood there at the altar just like seeing her come down the aisle and I was just like, yeah, it's supposed to be my dad. That's weird. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to party. Yeah. That's all I want. And I, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, see, I just want to secure this 401k and uh, these IRAs, these MPIs and call it a day. One of the girls at the wedding, my friend Elise, who is Asian, told mm -hmm. me that at Asian weddings, everyone brings like $100. Mm-hmm per guest so it's like the wedding pays for itself so i will now mm. be having an asian wedding well you know what nigerian people do the same thing nigerian weddings um they will literally throw money at the bride while they're dancing or pin it to their to their uh their gown and all that kind of stuff so even like a lot of i almost i don't think it's just specific to nigerian i think it's a lot of african weddings they do that as well too like they they will welcome in the bride and um they will throw money at them it's, i think indian weddings do the same thing it's just not white people no or black people black people yeah americans americans do not even bring a gift they're just like <laughs> congratulations <laughs> chicken or fish <laughs> no sir. and i feel like no matter what kind of wedding you have like someone will always complain about it they'll complain about the food the oh, music absolutely. who's there the seating the cake something yeah i also feel like you like a couple thousand dollars difference you can't tell but like unless you jump ten thousand yeah. dollars difference like there's not really a difference between like a ten thousand and fifteen thousand dollar wedding yeah. there you can see a difference between like a twenty thousand and a forty five thousand dollars exactly wedding. definitely that's just so much money that's a lot of money i would spend I it do. if i had it i don't no. have it i just don't here's the thing i don't like people I, I love you. I love you from afar, but I don't like people. And so, um, and I don't like to, I mean, I'm okay with getting dressed up, but if I'm hot and I start sweating, I'm not going to do all that. My thing is my immediate family is 25 people. So <laughs> no matter. so large. So huge. Well, I'm saying that like I don't have a huge family. My grandmother had 11 kids. So yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. So like, huge. Even just immediate family. That's already a big freaking thing. Yeah. There's just a lot of people I don't want at my wedding and I just want to keep it nice and simple. Like justice of the peace we're justice gone for three weeks and that's yeah. it no i seen an open bar what are you gonna do at your house i don't want people in my house i'm just saying no you and your husband can just be at the house drinking. oh you're right you're yeah. not wrong so yeah i went to a wedding it was good saw some old friends yeah. made some new ones covid yeah. is a perfect time if you wanted to elope or have a small wedding like this Very was true. it for you sorry if you missed out yeah i mean they're still we're still in the pandemic so i still got time come i on. think we'll be in it for two years so let me know i'm speaking it to my husband come on so we can have this on, covid wedding nice and simple and that'll be the excuse so we don't have to have a big wedding mm -hmm. how was your week my week was pretty good um i was not in covid except for one day and i was not notified so i had no time to mentally prepare for being in covid because i thought i had a break it's that for me oh. you have to whatever this job is physically taxing but it is emotionally taxing. And it is emotionally taxing. And you yeah. have to emotionally, mentally prepare yourself you for the work you're doing. You do. And I came in and I literally picked up my schedule off the clipboard. And I was like, why the fuck am I in COVID? <laughs> I was <laughs> like instantly pissed off. I was like, oh, you know, you walk at work. And I'm like, mm, 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 I'm in CV, I see you. Mm, 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 I'm in CV, I see you. And I look back at the paper. It was like, what the fuck? Who did I piss off this week? <laughs> and it was on Tuesday. And I looked at my coworker because they had a, a half day and I was just like, I hate you immensely. I hate you. He was like, oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, did you forget to tell me that you have a half day? Fucking piece of shit. Yeah, dude. If you, It's just like, it doesn't even necessarily mean that you don't want to be either place or whatever. But like, if you mentally prepare to be 
in one place. No, I genuinely did not want to be in there. I'm sure you didn't. I'm honestly sure you didn't. But like, if you mentally prepare to be one place and have a certain kind of day and a certain kind of patient load and it switches on you, you're just like, are you? Well, because the thing is too, I had nothing in my bag for you people in COVID, which means I had no like encouragement, no words of affirmation. I had no gas in my tank because that was the week for me to get filled up with all the wonderful, beautiful people in CVICU and the post-surgical people, right? So they can fill me up with all the wonderful love and stories and attributes and they could just do stuff on their own. And then topped it off, I had just bought a brand new pair of shoes, which are like super bright orange. I'm not trying to get my shoes messed up. Now granted, my shoes were only $30. That's not the point. Point being, as my daddy would say, I didn't want to mess up my new kicks. Yeah. And my shoes always get, that's why I wear raggedy shoes that have holes in them when I go to COVID. So I was not physically so that prepared. The shit can then enter your foot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if, if people pee or poop on my foot, it doesn't it matter because it's right a raggedy ass mm-hmm. shoe. Yeah. But this one had like, you know, fabric on the top and all that. And it was, they were just really bright, cute shoes. So thankfully they did not get messed up. So I had a chance to come home and, and um, scotch guard them. But other than that, um, this week was pretty, pretty wonderful. I had some a really amazing patients. Um, and it was just nice to not be in COVID this week. It was really nice to not be in COVID. So, I yeah, I was just a, just a bum most of the week. Um, procrastinated. Bum, 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 yeah. bum, dum. But that's about it. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Let's dive in, as Trey Songs would say. Let I'm me guess. about to dive in. Oh, no. He sounded like a goat. Oh, I'm about to dive in. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Because he sounded like a goddamn goat. <laughs> I fucking hate that dude's voice. Anyway. So this wait, pot, you hate Trey Song's I voice? I fucking hate his voice. He cannot sing. That is sing. a fake. I'm stand. We're standing on a hill. What? Face off. You hate Trey Song's Trey voice? Trey Song sounds like a goat. I'm pissed. Are you kidding me? This is how I know you have an untrained ear. I'm so upset. Okay, let me ask you this question. Tremaine, you're. T- I. Okay, hurt. Tremaine sounds a hot ass mess. I would rather listen to August Alcina all day than listen to Trey Song's. August Alcina. August Alcina can actually sing better than Trey Song's. <sighs> dude Trace the catalog never, the cat i'm not even gonna are you I don't freaking deny, kidding me foreign here's the thing i don't Jupiter deny he has love. great songs he has great songs a but bop. he sounds like a fucking goat he's a bot master he doesn't sound like a goat i've never been like Trey songs goat his vibrato his, you've never listened to his vibrato i'm so upset we're having this conversation oh my god i never thought we didn't like this no i do not like Trey songs he sounds a fucking mess neighbors know my name come on i didn't say the song the songs, Trey great. songs was my sexual awakening the whole album. I'm sorry. Have you ever heard of Tank? Okay, I'm not 50. And what? First, you disrespectful <laughs> ass. <laughs> listen, if you want to have a sexual awakening, you better listen to Tank. Let me tell you something. Sometimes I'm on I'm on the road going to work, and like Tank's any Tank song, I don't give a damn what it is. It'd be just like Tank. I'm not trying to fuck my patients. Like, can you just not? I just literally have I'm to turn so him upset. off. Like he will. Tank's music will make you call an ex, and you'll be like, "Damn, I'm in trouble." No. Mm-mm. Have but you I love seen Trey songs in a bottom grill? Nothing about that bird. That, that bird. He does look like a bird. He nothing does look about, like a bird. Stop talking shit. Listen, nothing about him like turns me on. The voice, the nothing. Nothing His about Audi him. His Audi belly button doesn't do it for you. He's got an Audi. Ma'am, I'm almost 300 pounds. There's nothing sexy about a man who looks like I will break him in half. Nope. Damn. Not All at right. All. Well, I'm... I don't know how we're gonna recover. So we but... <laughs> Joe Song. Biden won the fucking election. <laughs> Woohoo! Joe Biden! Yes! Woohoo! Joe Biden! You were worried. They had you in the. They had you in the in there. Yo, I was so. I had so much anxiety with this election, and I don't think I've ever 
had this much anxiety with a, with a presidential election like this one. I think <clears throat> this was one of the most important elections. And at least like when Obama won, or even, let's go back. When Clinton won, it was very clear. The American people were like, fuck ever, whoever else you vote against. I think he was going against uh, Bush at the, the time. The first Bush. The first Bush, Senior. the daddy Bush. H. And then... Um, Is he an H? I think so. Yeah. And then Bush went against uh, like Al Gore and uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. So it was very clear. I love me some W. W. I love him now. I didn't love him when he was a president, but he's been so much more transparent and relatable when he's as you know as a post-presidency daddy's off his back very true but i just i think what made him a little softer or made him appear softer was his relationship with the obamas like Mm -hmm. him and just even like in all three of them like clinton bush and obama just when you see them all together it's just like maturity and respect and it's just like we had different ways of trying to solve the same issues but there's still an underlying respect that comes and then just his relationship with michelle obama is just so freaking it was cute. him dancing with the babies in africa for me who bush uh-huh really have you seen that video yeah i have oh, i die yeah I, I i definitely didn't like him as a as a president but i think too when he was a president i don't think i had the maturity level to understand where we were in the country because when he was in office I think it was the was it the first time or the second time? Either way, 9-11 had happened. And his response to 9-11, I was just like, I don't want us to go to war. I'm a senior in high school. Like, I want to go to prom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, mm, I don't really want to deal with all that. So I think. Dude, do you know that I was in second grade when 9-11 happened? Are you serious? Yes. Be, everyone freaked out. They called us into the library. They locked the school down. We watched wow. it on one of those rollout cart TVs. <laughs> and people's parents started to come and pick them up. But my really? mom had a fucking full-time job. And she was like, you're asking to stay at school, dude. Pretty much. I mean, they did the same thing. But I was a senior in high school because uh, yeah September 2011 I graduated uh June of 2000 no what 2011 2001 and then I graduated you know 2002 uh June of 2002 but yeah they they literally I was in my um my English honors class and the teacher was just like very somber and we were like what's going on she's like well you don't know there's something watching the tv and they did the same thing we had a tv in there and we literally saw the plane crash Same, into the building. Dude, and we were like, what kind of raggedy ass movie are you watching? <laughs> and she was like, you idiots, this is real. And we were like, no way. There's no way that somebody just crashed a plane in the building. Like, this is America. It seemed insane. It did. Do you remember this September 11th, there was a video circulating and it was footage of these college students. They were like drinking in their dorm recording. Yes. And it shows mm-hmm. the plane crashing into the towers. And even their reaction to it dude, in real it's time. Insane. Yeah. That's even even like do you remember uh in vegas the big vegas shooting that mm-hmm. happened yeah i just remember i was up i was in ot school see mm-hmm. how you're up all the time i was up late late yeah. late and i was just scrolling and i remember watching the live footage like people were on mm-hmm. facebook live instagram live all of this shit yeah and i thought it was like a joke or a movie or yeah. something it was insane to mm-hmm. see just like seeing things live is yeah. crazy it just be, yeah it, de- it definitely seems very surreal like you're in like a simulation or something like that it's really really weird yeah you're like no way this is happening right now exactly but i think um but yeah this this election um first of all so for those that don't know who's living under a rock which you should not be um this past weekend or yesterday rather because we're recording this on sunday um yesterday it was officially announced that joe biden and former vice president joe biden and senator kamala harris um are now the president-elect and vice president-elect um of the united states of america and first of all i think that it was amazing that um the american people have spoken and the the voter turnout was so great um, on both sides it doesn't matter who you chose to vote for but the american people as a whole showed up to the polls and they voted um and they showed up in their mail-in ballots um number two uh kamala harris 
being an African-American slash Jamaican slash Indian woman, Indian American woman, and being the first woman and having, having her be the first woman, but also the a woman of color to be in this position. And I think on social media, they had been showing all of the vice presidents since the very beginning. And they were all I'm these old white men. HBCU grad. She is an HBCU grad. I was trying to leave that out for you, for uh -huh. your sake. Yeah. But she is an HBCU grad. Shouts out to Howard, Howard University. Um, go Bisons. And she's also an AKA Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated, sorority incorporated. And um, so it was just a it was just a, a very proud moment. Um, the sadder part of the election was the fact that this election took forever to to count. Um. I mean, I don't think we've ever had an election like this where it's taken this long to decide. Well, I was reading and watching a bunch of stuff and they just said, like, there's probably a handful of states who mm -hmm. have a lot, an older population. And yeah. they've been, like, rocking with mail-in ballots for a long time. They got Absolutely. it down. But no one else does. No. So this was just, like, a a crazy time for all of these things to happen with COVID and yes. with the candidates that were running yeah. and how the campaigns were. It was just, I mean, I think a lot of college students, I know me when I was at college, um, because even though I went to, to FAMU in Tallahassee, I, my voting obviously registration was in Fort Lauderdale, six hours away. And so, you know, I used to request my mail in ballot and I used to, you know, mail it off to my mom and then mail or mail it off to the actual place. And then I remember even one year, um, we were voting for just like local elections and I was actually home during that time. So I just took it to the drop off place and, you know, dropped it off. So I'm accustomed to doing a mail in ballot. I'm accustomed to kind of doing both because I've had to do both um, in the past or I chose to do both. Um, the good thing about it is I changed my um, residency when Obama was running for president for his first term. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of people who do, do mail in ballots. And I think the issue with the mail in ballots this year is that a lot of people who have never done mail-in ballots don't understand how that works. And the reality is that with mail-in ballots, as long as you have your mail-in ballot post dated by a specific date, it will still count. So even if it comes in after the election, as long as you sent it by the date. Exactly. And so people are like, you know, even with Donald Trump saying, Oh, these are illegal votes. You're counting them after 8 PM. Bitch, what are you talking about? The mail does not run at 8 p.m., sir. Like, that's not... If if they if each county said your mail-in ballot has to be post-dated by November the 2nd, if I send my... Po if Let's say I, I sent my mail-in ballot to Florida from Texas. It's going to take at least two, th two to three days to get there. So my vote is still going to be counted. But the, the problem is that every year mail-in ballots are, are provided right the, our military uses mail-in ballots a lot especially the people who are overseas that's the only way they get a chance to vote the problem is that you had an an overwhelmingly amount of mail-in ballots that came this year just like you said because of covid and then even bernie sanders it was amazing how he predicted that this is going to happen like three to four weeks ago and he literally said What's going to happen is Republicans are known to show up at the polls on election day. Uh -huh. Democrats this year, they are going to send in mail-in ballots. And because these election, you know, facilities, they, they probably were not prepared for how many mail-in ballots they got. Cause even some celebrities were turning in mail-in ballots and I'm like, why don't y'all just go to the polls? Like what uh -huh. the heck? But at the same time, you do. Can you imagine being a celebrity at the poll though? It depends on what celebrity you are. Like a good one. Like if you're Beyonce, you'll never be able to vote. No, but even like, who did I see sending it? Zendaya sent in a mail. Well, even um, Angela Rye and Amanda Seals. But they both dropped theirs off. Like, I think Amanda Seals dropped hers off at an actual um, 
like little voter box mm-hmm. booth or whatever. And then Angela Rye actually took hers in. I saw on her social That's what media. I don't understand because I remember Trump was like, close the polls, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, sir, aren't there more Republicans still waiting to vote? Exactly. But I, And I think he knew that he was losing, so that's why he wanted to do that. But I think people fail to realize, too, that every voter ballot looks completely different in every state. You cannot federally control what a state does with their voter registration, their voter process, right? Because in the state of Florida, if they were voting on a governor or a Senate seat or, you know, like their judges, their sheriffs, it's more things that are on those ballots than just the president's Even seat. like propositions. Exactly. Proposition. You cannot tell somebody or tell a state. This is why states govern their own voter process is because there is more that's on the ballot than just the presidency. And for you to even say, stop letting these votes come in. No, it's not just about you, dude. And Mm -hmm. that's your problem. There are so many other things that are on these ballots, important things, legalizing marijuana, decriminalizing marijuana, approving medical marijuana, important things like drugs, sir. Hey, drugs are good. Some drugs, not all. Marijuana is good. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm a partaker of it, but I, I agree with medical marijuana. It works. Dang it. So, yeah, I think um, I think it was just sad the way that people just kept saying, you know, oh, uh, they're cheating. They're, they're robbing the election. No, they're not. You idiots. If you understood the way that elections work, you would understand that they these people were probably prepared for a couple of hundred mail or mail in ballots and they got millions yeah, I'm done with the cheating stuff. Like your guy won last time and everyone's Seriously? pissed about it. Now this guy won this time and you're pissed about it. The world will go on. You will be okay. But here's what irritates me though. A couple of things. Number one, people were protesting in the streets saying, stop the vote, stop the count, right? And banging on these doors, trying to bum rush into these a really great protester of- voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I practice. And it was amazing how these people were protesting everybody's daily rights, right, to be able to vote. And when Black Lives Matter happened and people were protesting literally for police brutality to not get killed, they called them thugs and barbarians and these these animals. And then here you are, Miss Mr. and Mrs. Conservative white person that's bamming on a door as if you're a two year old like not allowing a proper procedure to, to take place. Like it makes no sense. Number mm-hmm. two, Paula White. Did you see Paula White? Nope. Oh my God. The preacher Paula White, you didn't see her? Uh-uh. So she's apparently, um, what's his name? Trump. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, she, yep. she is his uh, spiritual advisor, right? Or spiritual something, whatever. Anyway, she ended up um, uh, praying for his win of this presidency and Paula White has been known to be like a a minister or a a pastor and she pastors a lot of black people or she used to rather before she lost her goddamn mind anyway and before Jesus left her because he left her a long time ago but anyway neither here nor there just the things that she was doing it was just so comical and um they actually put a beat to what she was doing and strike 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 until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory god i hear a sound of abundance of rain i hear a sound of victory i hear a sound of shouting and singing i hear a sound of victory i hear a sound of this is not the best part i hear a sound of victory i hear a sound of an abundance of rain i hear a sound of victory the Lord says it is done. 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 Done.
part is she starts praying and she says it's kind of a bop god is dispatching the angels from africa right now he's dispatching the, the angels from africa right now they're coming from south mean? america and i'm like ma'am do we not have angels in america why do they have to be from africa <laughs> the and angel south americans america? have chosen a side we we had to uh yeah you you i think you prayed to the overseas. wrong angels, but i think you prayed to the wrong angels because Clearly, Trump is a is a racist. So you called on the African angels. Well, they're coming. They're just going to be a little late. Well, and then you called to the immigrant angels from South America. Aren't they immigrants? He hates those too. So I think this is probably why you lost because you're praying to the wrong people. But anyway, I would like um, to pray to African angels. I think African. I didn't angels know are that amazing. was an option. I didn't know that was an option. I would have checked that box. Yeah, I didn't know that angels have a race. I just I thought, thought they were, they were just angels. angels. That's what I, I agreed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's who she's praying. I don't know what God she's praying to, but it's clearly not Jesus the Christ. The African angels and the South American angels. I would like to claim both of those. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was um one thing that really um a few different things of this election. What really disappointed me, but I will always I have always said this: white women control white women control the vote in this country. The fact that in 2016. 52% of white women voted for this man. And the fact that now in 2020, four years later, 55% of white women voted for this man. And when I tell you social media, the white people on social media went crazy and was like, who the hell is this 55%? We want to know right now. Show yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is you... Is, is it you? Is it you, Sally? Is it you, Becky? Like, I, I just couldn't. I mean, I believe it because people are just crazy. I am so proud of African-American people for showing up to the polls in record numbers yet again. Um, number two, with the indigenous people in Arizona. These people showed up to the polls at mm-hmm. 97% of registered indigenous people in Arizona showed their asses up to the goddamn polls. 97% and they literally turned that, that state blue and people can say whatever they want to say. These indigenous people did not forget how they had to for months protest and stay on their own land so that the president of the United States wouldn't try to drill on it. Them ancestors don't play. You don't play with people ancestors like that. They should have been praying to the native American angels. Thank you. Well, uh. native American angels are going to turn them blue anyway. Cause they're like, Mm-mm, you done stole our land twice now. Oh no. It's too many times. Yeah. For me once. Shame on you, or shame on yeah, shame on you. Fool me twice, twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. Native Americans like you. What is it. what George? Yeah, he's like fool me, can't get fooled again. Pretty much, I ain't, I ain't inviting you to Thanksgiving no more. Not for a second time. We're not gonna do that. But um, and even with Stacey Abrams, um, who actually ran for governor of Georgia, uh, was it last? No, not last year, 2018. Um, and I think it was 2000. Yeah, 2018. Um, what I thought was really a blessing with her story. Do you know who Stacey Abrams is? Yep. How okay. could I not? She's all over social media. Right I was now. gonna say she. Um, so she she ended up creating this um, this company called the Fair Fight. Fair Fight to vote. Yes. Anyway, and um, of course she ran for the governor of, of uh, for the governor seat of Georgia and was cheated out of that election. Um, that is my personal opinion, and that is fact um, because of uh, Kemp's voter suppression. Um, tactics tactics that he used my words are like gone anyway and so people a lot of people when she lost the race or was cheated out of the race because she didn't lose it she was cheated out of the race um she decided to really fight for voter rights and to fight against voter suppression 
And this woman who worked alongside of John Lewis and all of these wonderful people in the state of Georgia, in and out of the state of Georgia, she helped to um, to organize and register over 800,000 voters in Georgia. And she literally put in position and put in place different things to try to help um you know, uh, get rid of voter suppression. What I thought was amazing about her story is that even though she lost the governor race, people were telling her, you need to run for Senate of Georgia, go ahead and just do that. You'll be great for it. And she was like, no, I have better work, not better, but I have more important work to do with this voter thing. And people were like, oh, you're so selfish. Like, you know, you could be such an asset. Like, you're, you know, you're a sore loser and all this other kind of bullshit. And look at what this lady did. Had she run for Senate, who knows what this election will look would, would have looked like and Georgia may not have turned blue. But the fact that she, even in her defeat, thought that it was more important for her to get this job done even two years later. And I mean, now at this point, she can have any cabinet seat she really wants to. And Joe Biden better give her a good old cabinet seat. Um, but I'm just grateful that Betsy DeVos is going to be out of a job. Um, I am so happy um, that we have an educator back in the White House, that we have maturity and class and dignity back into the White House. And I think a lot of people, a lot of Trump supporters were like, oh, I hate Biden. And y'all, y'all worship this man. No, we don't. No, I don't think anybody who voted for Biden went in there like, oh, he's the great white hope. He's going to save us all. We were voting against hate, bigotry, homophobia, xenophobia, like racism. Like we were voting against that shit. You keep thinking that people are voting for a man and a woman. Nobody, I did not personally vote for Biden and Kamala because I like these people. I don't even know you. Mm -hmm. I don't care to know you. I voted against all the things that this man has done, said, perpetuated, put in place to be divisive in this country. And I voted against hate. For all of these other different things, and people are just like, oh, it's not going to be any better when he raises your taxes. The good thing is right now, I don't make over $400,000. I'm good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I also do not make over $400,000. Right. I'm working on it. 99% of America don't make over $400,000. <laughs> so I think we're all good. And instead of leaning on the middle class like the economy has done for forever, it's time for the wealthy to start paying their taxes. The fact that the president of the United States only pays $750 in taxes, sir, I pay more than you and I'm in a good tax bracket. However, comma, I'm not in a $400,000 tax bracket. I wish I would. Yeah. You know, more but, money, more problems. Uh, I don't believe that. Me either, but it sounded good. Huh? I just, just give me the more money. Let me figure out the problems myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would love the problems that come with $400,000. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, this election was, um, it was monumental and it was historic and I'm so grateful. Um, the thing, the reality is that life still goes on. And we, four years ago, we were in the same predicament where, you know, half the country was divided and was just like, Oh my God, what's going to happen. You're going to wake your ass up and go to work the next day. It's the same thing that happens every, every single time that the, the shift of power is, is, you know, changed. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing different about it, but I do love this election for, especially for young girls to realize that you too can, get this far and get this high position. The unfortunate part is <laughs> how you have to do, what you got to do in order to get there. You think she'll run for president in four? No, she won't be able to. Nobody will back her. Yeah. I think everybody was already scared, scared of her anyway. And what was funny was um, one of my patients said to me over um, on Friday, um, 
as the results were still coming in and she says oh i think he's gonna pull it off and i was like who because you know i never like to incite that stuff with patients mm -hmm. and she was like joe biden i really hope he wins and blah 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 she was like i'm just so afraid of his health like he's so old mind you the patient herself, <laughs> the patient herself was 80 <laughs> ma'am you're you're older than him and so she was just like why can't we just get some like 40s and 50 year olds in that in that position she was like i'm just afraid that if he dies and has a heart attack that that lady is gonna be the president and she's a socialist <laughs> i'm like that's what you're worried about <laughs> a lot of people are worried about that ma'am you're 80 what's the life expectancy at this i mean point? she'll have to live through two years of it very true. <laughs> I'm not trying to kill the lady in two years. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So congratulations to former uh, Vice President Joe Biden and Senator Kamala Harris. Um, as hey, the maybe in four years we'll have two really great candidates running. I pray so. I really do pray so. And it'll be like, oh man, who knows? Both two great people with two great platforms. Bernie, run again. I love Bernie. Yeah. Love Hashtag. Bernie no student loans hey, listen elizabeth warren hashtag tax three if you had biden and elizabeth warren on the same ticket that's who i want i will literally be such a happier better person if i didn't have student loans i would do well joe biden promised now joe biden i'm gonna throw it back in your face brother i'm gonna throw your word back in your face you promised to eliminate student debt okay so waiting on that one joe you, you better uh call up sally may and tell her hey <laughs> monica Fleming, erase all her shit thank you period poo period poo but yeah so it's i'm just glad the election is over i'm glad it's over what do you think is gonna happen to the economy uh i think for the first year honestly we're gonna be fine i think we're gonna be just where we are um because the thing i think people fail to realize is that anytime an administration leaves the president the new president is now having to clean up everything that the old president has done right so there's just like we talked about on the last podcast there are things that are already in place that can't be stopped because they're tied to so many different things so i think we're gonna be fine like i know i mean i saw on social media people were just like gas prices are gonna go up and blah blah, blah. and i'm like do you all even understand why gas prices went down <laughs> bitch nobody was driving we was all stuck in the house i mean we weren't because we were still at work but how many cars was literally on the road between march and like june everybody was just going to the grocery store and you were coming right back home. Nobody was filling up gas like that, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, it was, it's supply and demand, people. It's supply and freaking demand. Nobody needed gas like that because we was all at home. Didn't Russia drive down gas prices? Didn't that happen? Do you remember that? No. I'm gonna have was to that this year? Research. Yeah, there was something about like either Saudi Arabia or Russia was pissed at the other. So they decided to buy up all this gas and sell it super cheap so that no one would buy from the other one. Oh, that's awesome. If it benefits us, I'm cool. I <laughs> would have to fact check that, but that's also what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm cool with that. See, that's the issue because we're so big on oil and gas here. So that's yeah. why it's always going to be red because we just need whoever's going to keep pumping keep up. It, yeah. Around, yeah, very true. But yeah, I, so I think that's the, what I'm more. I'm not worried, but I'm interested to see what happens here. I think we're, I honestly think we're going to be fine. And I think if God forbid, if something happens with the economy, um, I think it'll be more so due to COVID than actual, than Biden being in position. Because the thing is you have two people, first of all, who are career politicians. Okay. Number two, you have a man who's already been in this position and has been at the seat at the table, right? The right hand man, literally of a person for eight years being the vice president so but you're not worried they're going to shut everything down because of covid and then the economy is going to go to shit i kind of hope that they do shut everything down i keep telling you that yeah i know but then our economy is going to go to shit. well i don't i, mm, I don't think it's i don't think it's gonna i don't think they're gonna shut down the economy for 
an extended period of time if people just sit their asses down like yeah because even people protesting in the street and which i thought it was i thought it was not protesting but people were rejoicing and celebrating in the street because of the win i thought was amazing but there were a lot of people that were out there without a mask on and i'm like just celebrate from your house people just wear the mask so we can get over this shit like the people the idiots coming to the stores the karens and the beckys and the the gary's coming there and the kins well i I have a medical condition well then you need to goddamn instacart or some shit Or curbside service or something. Jeez. Yeah, I think a lot of Republicans felt like with all this shit, government, like, right, they don't want government hands in their business. So yeah. they were like, we don't need you to have rules and regulations on closing. We don't need you to put all these, like, policies into place because yeah. people should be smart enough to use common sense and wear a mask and only go out if they feel like they can but yeah. they don't and people are stupid right in, a, in a perfect world yeah they wouldn't have to right and you would just be like hey nothing's gonna change out here everyone needs to know don't go out if you are have an issue yeah health issue wear your mask social distance mm-hmm. absolutely fucking stupid they just are but you know what i think even more so too with regard to the economy i don't even think the economy is an issue are going to be an issue i think the bigger issue is a supreme court the republicans Ooh, now control the supreme court and are straight conservative and that was one of the reasons why trump was like hey i know that historically y'all just let the new incoming president pick their own but fuck y'all i know i'm gonna lose <laughs> i'm putting this bitch who ain't got no experience in this shit so i can run the whole fucking supreme court you talking about an economy crash we about to go into some real people and i'm not trying to scare y'all but you need to understand that this man putting that woman in the fucking supreme court we are in some fucking trouble we are in some can you okay here's my question this is a real question can you kick somebody out of the supreme court (laughs) (laughs) yeah when they die this lady has never tried a case i'm pretty sure in, aren't they isn't the supreme court you're in it for life yeah i think so i don't you're think in you, it till you're un, unless you're like unless you just like get out of like you want to resign from it for I whatever mean, shit, reason look at ruth listen ruth oh ruth Bader. she just oh she fought on her dying bed bless her soul lord jesus but yeah i i think yeah i'm not even worried about the economy crashing at this point um i'm worried about the supreme, Just, court. Yeah, supreme court justices have life tenure so they but can you get them out until they die point? resign or retire or are impeached or removed from the office can they okay so can a president sign an executive order and remove them just because it's tuesday i don't know that the president can be like <laughs> bibbity bobbity boo bitch you're out of here but <laughs> that's the name of this episode <laughs> bibbity bobbity boo you're out of here bitch <laughs> Oh, oh God, that's amazing. That's definitely the, the title of this, this episode. <laughs> Bibbity bobbity boo bitch, you out. <laughs> yeah, I think um yeah, I'm not even worried about the economy crash at this point. I think that is so the House minute. of Representatives have to pa- pass articles of impeachment. But you can be acquitted by the Senate. What? Right, which the Republicans control right now. There's a lot of checks and balances, and I feel like they Very check true. and balance the red everything ends with the senate but here's here's the beautiful thing for the state of georgia everybody that is in the state of georgia that is listening to my voice please in january you all have one of the most important runoffs in history right now you all are going between two people in the senate if you turn blue yet again for the senate it will be an equal 
match. And then Mitch McConnell, fuck ass, he gone. <laughs> he don't got control no more. I mean, he still be going to be in Congress, but he don't have control no more. So uh, Georgians, I need y'all yet again. Is that what they're called? Georgians, yeah. Huh. Like Floridians, they're Georgians. Okay. I need you all to back us again, please. Because the state of Florida, and I'm from Florida, I'm a Floridian, and these motherfuckers failed us, okay? Florida, I saw the meme on, on Instagram that was like, all right, Florida, next time y'all have a hurricane, don't call us to come and pray for y'all asses. I hope y'all drown. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand. The places that that always turn blue, like South Florida from West Palm to Miami, that turn blue, Orlando, Tampa, Tallahassee, Jacksonville. Those are the only blue areas you're going to find in Florida. Everything else is always going to be red. Um, but yeah, so please, Georgians, go out and vote. Vote blue, please. <laughs> in January, you all have an amazing runoff. Or not amazing, an important, a very important runoff. Um, make Stacey Abrams proud and Keisha Lance Bottoms. Awesome. Keisha Lance Bottoms. You know, she actually graduated from Florida A&M University. That's funny. I know someone who went to Florida A&M University. Really? Uh-huh. What did they graduate? Like, what What school? I don't know. What did they do for Didn't a living? Didn't you go to Florida A&M University? I did. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's but you. I'm, but I'm saying, what did they, what did they, what is their career? What did you, physical therapist? Physical therapist. <laughs> yes, I went to an HBCU and became a physical therapist. And my bachelor's. Wow. I got from FAMU. You could be on the Senate. You could be the vice president. No. Have you seen Veep? Yeah. You've watched the show Veep? Yeah, I oh. tell all the, the secrets though. They wouldn't they wouldn't trust me as a vice president. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, speaking of voting, did you see Proposition in 17 in California got passed? Ooh, it did. So those people who were incarcerated that are out now on parole, mm -hmm. they have the right to vote. That is awesome. That's what we were just talking about. That is awesome. I didn't know people couldn't vote if you had been in prison, but guess yeah. what? Not no more. Yeah, praise the Lord, because they did it in Florida too. Um, in Florida, they there was a, a law that was passed or a bill that was passed to, to restore um felons rights to vote which i think honestly once you served your sentence that should be an automatic That's restoration like being in time you went to timeout everyone else was playing you had to sit there and watch and then exactly. when you get out of timeout everything's back. all your rights are restored that yeah. should be that that why is that not that way if if your goal is rehabilitation right, which that is right, not right, true right. but if, if it's really rehabilitation you get stuff back i mean moms who are on crack and who lose their kids get to get their kids back why well, i can't get my rights to vote back yeah that's why I want to be yeah. an OT in the jail. You just, so you can get slapped upside the head? Yes, yeah, so you can teach them life skills. Okay. That'd be so cool. Them like, them Listen, I used to work in a prison. Them prisons going to teach you some life skills, all right? <laughs> <laughs> How to make wine from apples from the cafeteria. Wait. Yes. Interested. I and mean, I don't know how to actually do it, but I know they've done it. I okay. You know how they go fishing in prison? Yeah, yeah. And you have to like mm -hmm. put shit under the toilet, the toilet, and then people put it in. You pick it up. Oh, That's very. I real. love prison life. I don't even want to be a part of it, but I'd love to be a <laughs> listen. Observer. I worked. I worked there for a year. That was enough for me. And I worked in a male a male secure, uh, um, maximum security prison. It's fine. Did you just check out everybody in the prison? That's no. what I would do. Oh, mm -mm. there was nothing that anybody. The only people that I did check out, though, honestly, was the correction officers. They have, oh. they have good benefits but most of them were married so i was like mm, this is lame oh okay yeah. thanks so Whatever. i used to just hear them run their mouths about their wives nagging them yeah. and their kids so that wasn't fun nice but, yeah. so let's go to depression corner alex trebek <laughs> died today oh my I'm god pissed. alex trebek he was perfect how long was he the host of jeopardy it gotta be 30 years that man think? been on tv since i've been alive it's gotta be at least 20 years at least 20 Siri, let us know what's up. So he was at eight. He died when he was 80. Uh, 
37 years. Thir- Seriously, longer than I've been 37 alive. 37 years? That's a long... I wonder how much he got paid every year, every season. Holy shit, dude. He had to... He was Jeopardy. Seriously. He had to know all those questions. That's just like Vanna White from uh, Wheel of Fortune. Did she even sit on Wheel of Fortune? Oh, Vanna White, yeah. Yeah, she probably got... Just all she did was she was just a hand model. Yeah. Millionaire. God damn, I'm in the wrong profession. Shit. Dude, seriously. Wow. 37 years. That man was on Jeopardy longer than I've been alive. That's insane. He's seen everything. That's absolutely amazing. He had a... I mean... He had a, a tough fight because he died from his complications of pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. cancer. I think he was stage four. They found it stage four. Stage maybe? four, yeah. But he fought for like two years. Cause I think I, I want to say like his diagnosis was like two years ago. Yeah, that's or maybe he just right. told the world two years uh, ago. I think on the in twenty nineteen he got diagnosed. He announced was it that he was diagnosed. Nineteen, yeah. so a year ago. Yeah, it's that's, pretty fast. Yeah, well, Dude, you know, pancreatic um, cancer unfortunately kind of takes you fast. Is that what Chadwick had? No, he had colon cancer. Colon cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm done with cancer. He has cancer, childhood care cancer. Al Roker has prostate yes, cancer. prostate cancer. Yeah. This is why men, you got to go get your prostate checked, man. Couple coughs and you're out of there. Yeah. It's not, prostate exams are not gay for those people who keep saying, oh, that's gay. That's that gay shit, man. That's the gay shit. Listen, you if either. If your doctor is hard when you walk out, yes, it was probably gay. <laughs> But most of the time, he's not. He's just doing his job. I absolutely hate you for saying that. I just want to be an honest <laughs> podcast. I agree. So go and get your prostate checked. It needs to be checked, especially African-American men. If I have to get felt up and have fingers inserted in my vagina once a year. You can go I and get your butthole played yeah. with for two seconds. It's just two seconds. Two All you do seconds. is stick their finger in there and they put it on a card and they send the card off to and see if you got any blood. And then they stick a scope up your butt, but you're asleep. You're not even awake to feel it. It's just important. You just have to do it. You're not putting your booty hole all on TMZ and whatnot. Gee, you can't whiz. get no infection in your booty hole. You can get prostate cancer. You, Because it's a booty hole. It's a booty hole. Okay. Don't let Tiffany Haddish be out yeah. having y'all looking stupid. So, a lot of cancer going around. Not a that fan. Sucks. Not a fan. That sucks. Well, definitely prayers up for um, Alex Trebek's family and um, praying with Al Roker and his family during this process. Um, I just pray that he, um, that God just, you know, comforts his mind. It's, it's very difficult. Cancer is scary. Cancer is very scary. And I think cancer is very lonely. As many people as that, that tries to be around you during that time, it's just like kind of what we go through with our patients. Like they can, we can tell, tell them all day, we understand this hurts, this is uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We really don't know because we're not really going through it. And we get to go home, you know, with our uncancerous selves. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't think it's really, you know, um, I, I think it's a very lonely situation. I mean, my mom went through it um, with breast cancer and, um, as much as we felt like we were there for her, I'm quite sure she probably felt very lonely at times. Yeah, it's so, isolating. Yeah. You know what else is isolating? What? Being on parole. You know who's on parole? Who? Lori Harvey for two years. Or is she on probation? Oh, she's on probation because you, ha- <laughs> you can only be on parole if you went to prison. That's very true. Well, here's my thing. So she was she was involved in a car accident. Did she kill anybody in the accident? I think she hit someone and ran away. Like, didn't run away, but she drove away. So a hit I don't think run. she hit a person. I thought she hit a car. Well, here's were people in it? Probably. That's if they a hit called. Yeah. Well, here's my question. Why did this young lady only get two months, two years of probation and no jail time? Because here's my question, too. This girl is not even famous. Your stepdaddy is famous, True. right? Number two, your mama not even famous. Your mama only famous because of your stepdaddy. Mm. Like, the privilege. I just, I can't. 
She resisted arrest? What? Hold on. In January, oh my God, they called her a social media influencer. Is that what she is? She's Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. She was charged with a count of hit and run, resulting in property damage from a collision in October, and another count of resisting, delaying, obstructing arrest from a peace officer. (laughs) A peace officer? Ma'am. There's some little people that walk around with a flashlight, but they got a little cop car. (laughs) She slammed her Mercedes G Wagon into a parked car, causing her vehicle to flip on its side. How fast do you have to be going to? hit a parked car and flip on your side listen you didn't slam you was playing gta or some shit and that car's a hundred thousand dollars holy shit the privilege this is why wealthy kids need to get a honda civic she was until te- they can afford to buy she what they want was to. texting and she crashed into a prius you crashed your hundred thousand dollar g-wagon and that prius Pri- got- and that, that prius flipped you right the fuck listen over. that prius got a better resale value than that damn g-wagon oh my god and better on gas she tried walking away confused. The police were there to arrest her. <laughs> oh my God, dude. These celebrity kids, man. Oh. And this this further perpetuates that if you become famous, you get rewarded for bad behavior. This freaking article says Lori is one of Steve's seven children. Her mother is his third and current wife. I'm done. <laughs> She's also, she also re- recently broke up with rapper Future and is rumored to be seeing Akon's brother. If you have to use that many other famous people in an article about you, girl, you ain't. You're no. not you can't, famous. You can't. So you mean you said benefits. everybody else is famous around her, but she's not actually the famous one. Duly noted. Nice. Well, yeah. <sighs> That was the hot news Probation. this week. That happened. Um, Dr. J's wife is still doing some crazy shit. Yo. Trying to get out of her prenup. She's too much. Ladies, don't sign a prenup if you think you're going to have to get out of it. Listen, I'm not Hollow, signing. Hollow, we want prenup? No, we don't. Okay, let me ask you a serious question. Will you make your husband sign a prenup? If I have more money. So what what's considered like more, like like the maximum or the minimum amount that you will have to make before you get a prenup? It would just have to be like, if I feel like I have assets mm-hmm. that exceed his assets, Okay. I would get a prenup. Gotcha. I will never sign a prenup though. <laughs> You're so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of was that way, but, um, yeah, I don't, it, yeah, I agree with you. If they, if I have more assets than, than them. I don't know. It just depends. So my roommate, it depends on how much I love you. Yeah, my roommate in college, one of my best friends, Natasha. Herman. Herman. I'm gonna just say my husband's name is Herman. Herman. Okay. It just depends that on how much I love you. Name is really? my dad's name. Yeah. Herman. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it's weird, I'll change it. It's keep it. Okay. No relation, so you're fine. Um, my roommate in college, Natasha. She, her parents are very wealthy. They have all these businesses, assets, yeah. whatever. And I remember her saying like, cause her parents don't have a prenup, but she mm-hmm. was just like the idea that my dad has built this business, this company, mm-hmm. all of these things. And my mom just owns half of it. Yeah. She's like, that is insane to me. Like, not that her mom doesn't, she's like, my mom raised us and right. she does all these things with the company and she deserves it. But she's like, just to think like I could build something mm-hmm. and someone is just entitled to half, half of, it. of it. Yeah. I think too, like with, prenups people always look at prenups like oh you're just preparing for divorce listen if it is required to get car insurance just in case you have an accident why is a prenup looked at as something to be bad you know what i mean like i think i think in this day and age where people have like when my parents were were married 
um, you know, when they first got married, obviously both of them were just working. They didn't own any property or anything like that. So there was no need for no prenup. Y'all both broke in the same tax bracket, call it a day. Right. But now where you have, you know, um, women at the forefront of, you know, um, society and success and careers and all this kind of stuff. Like it's, even though it's still a male dominated world in, in, um, in the working world, I think women now are coming to the table with way more mm -hmm. and especially in this generation. And so, you know, even if I'm, it, it doesn't really matter how much money I make, but like you said, if I have assets, property, commercial property, other land investments, stuff like that, stuff that can really set my family up for success later on my kids, I don't know that I necessarily want you to have control of that. Yeah. I remember when my Nana got divorced that so her husband could not touch her retirement yeah she gave him the house and yeah. that fucked me because i was like you're that's you you know what i mean like it comes out yeah. of your check it's your retirement you're saving for it yeah and like if i can take that shit that's fucked me up that's true but see the thing is too like even when you're separating assets like that and you let's say everything y'all were both broke together and then you built this great empire together i think for dr dre's wife you didn't build his empire like yeah. he was already dr he dre before you met him. exactly and you cannot to a degree say that you are entitled to half of his money yeah like for a person like um jeff bezos ex-wife now she is entitled to have his money because <laughs> that bitch was with him when he was in the garage yeah. selling shit on Amazon when he made that junk. So she deserved half of his millions because I don't know how many bologna sandwiches she probably bought that man down right. into the basement. Like, hey, she's like, hey, late. working on your project again. <laughs> exactly. All right. And she probably was paying the bill, so she deserved that. But for for Dr. Dre's wife, I'm like, then she she went on there and was like, oh well, I want to find out if he if he fathered any other kids while we yeah, were married. Yes, so she tried to make his mistresses all come out. <laughs> she's trying to find out if he father i'm like girl if you have to go track that's too you have much. to already come correct with this information that's why you're gonna like you know say the prenup's fucked up yeah just ask for a settlement and call it a day don't try to alimony. just get alimony and then stop you're buying telling me that alimony from this man wouldn't be substantial if he got good lawyers it wouldn't that's true that's very true there's a lot of women out there who have divorced these million and billionaires and they've come out of the divorce with two dollars yeah, so what I'm saying is, would I make someone sign a prenup? 100%. Will I ever? Probably not. It just depends on where I am. If I, like I said, if I'm, if you, uh, listen here, uh, Bartholomew, if you came, that's, <laughs> that's going to be my husband's name, Bart. Bartholomew, if you came to me today and was like, listen, okay, all I got is a Mercedes parked outside of an apartment, bitch, I'm giving you a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> you doggone right. You are doggone right. <laughs> You are you are not screwing up any of my investments for my retirement because I, I I you know what I do believe that when you're married, you should not have access to that person's retirement no matter what kind of divorce. If you can protect your retirement, that should be off the table. But that is a hundred percent your unless you guys have exactly. an account to get like something else like a Roth. You're both putting whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But retirement, you can't mess with that man. That's you not, you can't know. be ninety years old out here trying to work no forty hours a week. That ain't gonna Dude, work. It breaks my heart. I tell my nana this all the time and my grandpa. Cause he retired, he worked in the military. He mm -hmm. was a probation officer. He was a teacher. He yeah. has like chingles of retirement Worked at USAA. Mm -hmm. She worked at the hospital forever. She's got retirement. Yeah. She gets some of his retirement controversial from the, mil from the military, from the military. Yep. controversial, but, <laughs> um, it breaks my heart when I see someone like we have a patient who's like 80 years old mm -hmm. and still working or 70 years yeah. old and still working. Cause I'm just like, damn dude, like 
I don't even want to be here. I'm 26. I'm trying to retire at 36. <laughs> I'm trying to retire tomorrow. Like, yeah, like I remember having this guy. Yeah, patient was like 79. He came yeah. in. He had just had a stroke. He was like, well, I was at work. I work at Taco Cabana, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, this man yeah. is I work eight hours a day. And it's sad, too, when you see these people that are like Walmart and Target and they're, you know, in their 70s or 80s and they're cashiers. And this is what pisses me off about that. When people come in and they are just like, oh, my God, they're going so slow. I just want to beat the shit out of people for treating the elderly like that. I do not play when it comes to the elderly. Yeah. Like I will. People, I'm, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm taking so long. Mm-mm, grandma, grandpa. Take your time, baby. I'm already off work. I am not in a rush. Even if I am, if I was that much in a rush, I should have took my ass to self-checkout or whatever yep. the case may be. But I hate when we discard our elderly people because they they bring so much to the table and so much wisdom. And the way you treat them is a prime example of how someone will treat you when you get in that position. That's just all I need to know about someone is how you treat waiters and waitresses. Yeah. If you talk shit about your mom seriously right. and how you treat old people. Absolutely. That's all I need to know. Because that, that that right there will tell me everything about your character mm-hmm. and if you eat candy corn or not first of all that's pointed <laughs> oh but you know what also if you use baby wipes if you don't use baby wipes bitch i don't trust you wait what i don't trust people who don't use baby wipes why because i mean you don't wipe your ass if you don't wipe your ass you ain't gonna wash I wipe your hands. my ass till that shit bleeds are you kidding okay don't do that <laughs> <laughs> i just don't, don't do use that. baby wipes okay, let me i don't you. like my ass feeling wet well let me, let me no it doesn't yes I mean, it, the what do you mean it super, doesn't it's not super it wet is. it's too much i don't want that no okay well tiebreaker you have to like fan my booty hole no well you like to see booty hole like that tiebreaker when making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich do you put peanut butter or jelly on first peanut butter bitch we can't do this podcast no more That's <laughs> the end of it. The gel- <laughs> because if you put the peanut butter on first and you put the jelly then you can get the peanut butter comes off easier than the jelly on the bread. If I ever see you put jelly inside of my peanut butter jar, I'm going to no, kick your ass. No, here's why. Because if you do the peanut butter first, it like when you go to get the excess off, no. you can do it on the side of the bread. It comes off easier. So you don't rinse your knife before you put the others. Because I put jelly on first, rinse the knife off. And then I go for the peanut butter. So I'm sorry you have OCD, but I don't. <laughs> Let me tell you, my dad used to annoy the crap out of me when he did it because he would always put peanut butter on his bread first. That's and, normal. But no, no, that's normal. But then he used to spread it with a spoon. That's off. Oh, I do jelly. Then with a number spoon two, he would stick the peanut buttery spoon in the jelly. So then you got peanut butter in the jelly. You don't do that. You don't, but like you're taking a very strong stance. Yo, I used I'm to, a ugh. weirdo. Like I don't even like my food touching, so I get it. Well, say I'm okay with the food touching. Not the peanut butter and jelly though. Can't have it touch. I don't like, like even like the jar touching. that has the peanut butter, like the little slides of peanut butter and jelly in it. Can't do that. Oh, That's goober. My oh, brother I loves that. goober. I hate that. <laughs> Sorry, that was just I, that was my take. I never for liked it because the uh, the ratios were off. I just don't don't put any peanut butter in my jelly. I don't, I don't leave any peanut, peanut butter in the jelly. Like I make sure it's all scooped out. I don't know that I trust you on that. Do you do your cereal first or the milk? Cereal? Who the fuck will put milk first and then the cereal? That girl from Get Out. The crazy girl one. from Get Out? Yeah. Which Is one? She... The one that's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. The white girl from Get Out. Oh, the girlfriend. The, the girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, one, the, the black lady. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're having some issues on. So, do you put though. cereal or milk in first? I mean, I put cereal in first. Okay. Why would anyone put milk in first? I don't get I don't that. Know. I don't know. You then you'll be putting way too much. Mi- no, no. You need to see the milk, the cereal rise. Hey, listen. I'm not trying to fight with you on that. Yeah. Except for the peanut butter jelly. That's yeah, fine. we'll talk about it later. Yeah. So what else? What's going on in social media? Arby's bought Dunkin' Donuts. 
Yo. Did you see that? Okay. First of all, do you fuck with Arby's? You don't like, you don't eat meat. But Damn. I do, I like the curly fries. Yeah, like curly fries. I fuck with Arby's. Here's my question. Who in America is going to Arby's that they have $11 billion Dude, to buy Dunkin' Donuts? $11 billion, Like, it makes sense that it would cost $11 billion. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is huge, especially right. up north. Um, I mean, Baskin Robbins. I love Baskin Robbins. But who, that mint chocolate chip. How many Ooh. roast beef sandwiches? Because that's what they sell, right? Roast beef? Roast beef, yeah. Who, who the hell is buying $11 billion? <laughs> I go to Arby's maybe like four <laughs> times a year I go to Arby's. And I feel like I'm one of the only people I know that goes to Arby's. And that's only four times so a year. So you have so spent who, $11 billion dollars <laughs> so who the fuck is out here frequenting Arby's? I'm like, Yo. even the Arby's close to us just got a redo. They just, yeah. re what do you call that? Remodel? Right. And I was like, who even has the money for that? Arby's must own, they gotta own something else because there's no it's all way. drug fronts. You, it, it has to be. There's no way you can afford, your, your revenue is $11 billion off goddamn roast beef and curly fries. But the idea that I can now have a roast beef sandwich and a scoop of ice cream, I'm in love. Okay, don't do that. Mm. That's no, because then my donut's gonna smell mm, like roast beef. Mm, mm, donuts? I'm saying Oh, said, from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, don't make yeah. my donuts smell like um, have you had the bubblegum ice cream from Baskin Robbins? Yes, it's oh, really good. That's my favorite. Cookie cre cookies and cream is my favorite. I mean, mint chocolate chip technically is my favorite. Here we go again. Goddamn mint. You don't chocolate. like mint chocolate chip? I don't like mint chocolate anything. I mean, I you don't like thin mints? No, dude, hate them. Turn turn the mic off. We're done. That's I don't it. like uh, mint ice cream chocolate. <sighs> no, you don't like Andy's mints. No, they're gross. You don't put chocolate and mint together. Yes, you. a lot of people do. I know, and a lot of people are crazy. If you eat chocolate chip mint anything, you're a serial killer. I'm just no, off the bat. I refuse. Mm -mm. Sorry, I have a palate. Listen, I would rather eat candy corn than eat anything oh, mint chocolate. Okay, bet. <laughs> I hate everything mint chocolate. I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. Barf. Ooh, so good. Barf, barf, barf. Um, yeah. Do you remember the movie which is from the 90s yes okay so Anne Hathaway just remade I, she didn't remake it but she's in the remake yeah, that's on yeah. HBO yeah people are coming for her for Anne Hathaway for Anne Hathaway Why? well I guess for the company but um so they have like cat claws in the movie it's like you know the movie's like ways yeah, you yeah. can tell who a witch is or what right. a witch is so she has she's like missing some fingers and they're super long mm -hmm. and um I don't want to misquote this uh People are saying that she negatively pictures or like negatively uh, depicts depicts. That's mm -hmm. a good one. Thank you. Depicts people <laughs> with limb de deformities. And it's super disrespectful. Oh my God. And um, because they're basically saying that people with now with limb deformities are witches. And so people are coming oh for God. her. Okay, people. I feel like we can't win. No one can win this year. No one can win anything. If somebody has on glasses in a goddamn movie, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I wear glasses and it's offensive. Like, are they making fun of the freaking fingers missing in the movie? No, I think they're just missing and they're like, oh, her fingers are missing. That's how we know that's, she's a witch. That's just like with, even with, um, uh, what's the movie? Us. No, not us. Yes, yes, yes. Us. That was from uh, Jordan Peele. And how Lupita Nyong'o um, played the tethered. Because mm -hmm. did you see it? That movie is insane. It's insane. And when the voice that she did, people were like. Oh, because she hasn't talked so for years. Yeah. She was like, They're, you're so disrespectful that you're picking at. Um, what was the president name who had that, who talked like that or had a speech impediment or something like that. And people were just like, oh, that was so disrespectful. I'm pretty sure she like studied people's voices. Right. With specific. Uh, like deficits and issues but I think you because have, she wanted to sound exactly like that right but you have to know that this is people playing an art 
like what okay so what you say would you say the same thing about cuba gooding jr when he played radio and played a uh, mentally handicapped man it's a different time like but that's my thing like oh my god it was a beautiful story who is radio gonna play himself <laughs> <laughs> like god damn <laughs> Jesus, I just y'all are too sensitive. Oh my! It, listen, if black folks can survive in this country with all the shit we got to deal with, fucking deal with your goddamn other stuff. I was gonna say something else, but then I'm gonna get canceled. So I'm gonna god dog it. Just deal with it. Damn. I hate people like I just hate that because there's people on TikTok who have hand deformity. So are they the people who are coming for her? People I, on TikTok? I would assume it wasn't them, but and you know what? I will say that a lot of the time the people who come for celebrities don't actually have what they're at advocating for yeah like it's full-handed people saying oh we're advocating for the yeah. people with hand deformities and but hand like <laughs> what the, if the people with hand deformities aren't pissed about it let it let it let go. it go because it's your issue not theirs that's like even with little people like oh my god you're so you're you're letting them just parade you around and you're playing the Oompa Loompas, like, oh my God, that's yes, so offensive. Yes, I'm getting paid for it. I cannot exactly. change my height. I cannot get a lot of other jobs, but right. I can't get this one. If people the, make fun of me anyway. I'm going to make a check. Thank you. If the people who have the issue are not mad, you should not be mad for them. You look stupid. You can't be mad for other people. No. It's like your friend that keeps dating her ex-boyfriend and you hate him and he's a piece of shit, but she keeps going back. I can't hate him enough for you. No. And I'm just not going to be your friend because I don't want to hear about it. There you go. Yeah, I've done that before. Anyway. Um... Yeah, that's just really weird. Did you see Dave Chappelle on um Saturday Night Live? I love Dave Chappelle, dude. Oh He's God. so funny. And he did it last, the then four years ago, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The episode after the election. Yeah. He was amazing. Um, Just his comedic timing. Any, first of all, anybody that says that Dave Chappelle is not funny, you're a hater. He, the whites love him. The blacks Everybody love him. love him. The people with hand deformities love him. Seriously, Anne Hathaway loves him. Anne Hathaway, he's equal opportunity. Yeah. Great man. I think um that's I, Kim Kardashian's favorite house guest. Did you know? That's weird. They asked her, who's your favorite house guest? Here, she said, Dave question. Chappelle. Why is it that every episode of our podcast, you have brought up the Kardashians? You're I'm obsessed with these consumed. people. I'm you consumed. Are. You're really obsessed with these people. I everywhere. think you should get help for that. I just, here's the thing. There's something about being let into someone's life who makes that much money. I just like, I'm obsessed with it. Why can't you be obsessed with that? Obsessed with Beyonce's life? Is it because she doesn't let she you She doesn't in? let you into it. That's very true. I can't be obsessed with it. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't let anybody in. Yeah. She still has a mystery. I would Snapchat. 100% like <laughs> Beyonce. Supposedly her house smells like those really expensive candles. The vanilla ones. Um, diptyque vanilla mm. candles. But that's like. So those things I'm obsessed I with. I doubt it. Her house probably smells like poop and throw up with them damn kids. Not I like mean, all poop and throw she's up. She's a but. trillionaire. So I would assume she has $50 candles burning everywhere. I mean, I, with, with kids, I think she got like uh, one of them things, Airwick, them little plugins plug I, I know she probably got plugins everywhere but she definitely ain't got no candles running around them kids gonna burn up that whole damn house nah i don't know man don't know. we we wouldn't know because she doesn't fucking let me into her house if you can find her secret snapchat you would find out what I her house smells like <laughs> of all the shit people are breaking into and coding into why not beyonce's secret snapchat yeah listen because the fbi has it under control i'm sure they she pays know. people in high places yeah she definitely has olivia pope on her side yeah so makes sense that's really it it was a calm week people are pretty consumed with the election yeah no one popped off or did anything crazy surprisingly so we're gonna hop on over to the rehab corner so 
I love these little things we do because we're always on the same page. So what was um, interesting was um, this week, because of the, the election, there were a lot of patients that wanted to converse about the election. And were all yours Trump supporters because mine were? No, mine were all Biden supporters, which I was very surprised. Like, this is Texas. I was very surprised. And, of course, every day that we come into patients' rooms, everybody's always watching. I always make it's sure. It's either CNN or Fox. Everyone's watching CNN or but Fox. But everybody was watching CNN or MSNBC. Nobody was watching Fox. Not a single patient of you mine should have come down watched. to the third floor. Everyone's watching Fox. See, here's the thing, too. I was looking forward to watching The Price is Right, and nobody uh, had that on. Because yeah, no. I'm always in a patient's room right at 10 or right at 10.50. If you look at my billing, I'm always in a patient's room so I can watch the showcase at the end neither here nor there but anyway um i had you know patients who this one patient he said to me it was so funny um he was a post-surgical patient and he says um he said oh did you vote in this election and so i was like absolutely sir i'm black i don't have a choice and so he was like oh okay he was like well did you vote for trump i said sir i'm black like why would i ever vote for trump and he's like oh there's a lot of black people that ever vote for trump i'm like right but do i look like i'm a trump supporter <laughs> and so he was like well i'm just gonna let you what know what does a trump supporter look like they're just stupid um oh, stupid okay. written all over their face but um good to know good to know so he said um he was like so did, did you vote for trump or you know he asked me that and so he was like well i just want to let you know me and my family we voted for biden and i asked my physician that too when i was admitted into the hospital and i said to him sir did you vote for trump and he got silent so i think i need to find another physician well so your physician <laughs> makes over four hundred thousand dollars thank you so <laughs> not only that but i don't think you should just go around asking people hey who did you vote for yeah did you, before you do my surgery who you voting for Yep. Oh, no, I can't do it. I got to find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not going to work at all. But it was very interesting. Even on Friday, I had this one um, Hispanic patient, and which most of my patients are Hispanic because we're in San Antonio. Yep. Anyway, so she said to me, um, she was like, oh, I think he's going to pull it off. And I was like, who? And so, because, again, I don't ever want to. There's a lot of Hispanics for Trump. You're that, right. Absolutely. Especially here in San Antonio. And she said to me she was like biden she was like oh i just hope he wins my son is a big trumper and i just i can't stand it and i'm just like you know as a hispanic woman i just don't understand how people can vote for him and blah 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 she was like but my thing is with joe biden like you know again not, uh, joe, yeah joe biden she was like you know he's so old and blah 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 and how she was afraid of um joe biden dying because she didn't want kamala harris to then take over the the, the world or not the world but take over the united states and become the president because she's a socialist and so i was like well what's your definition of like socialism well just everybody just being equal <laughs> and i'm like uh, sounds horrible dude everybody being equal is horrible wow lady that's that's pretty inaccurate but okay that's what people in texas feel socialism is yeah i i agree with socialism to a degree um and i'm not against socialism no i don't agree that you know a person who has 37 kids in a shoe should have the same thing as me and same money yeah. and all that kind of stuff no, i don't I believe think in that. when we hear here we're thinking china cuba like very socialist place yeah not like that that's not the type of socialism i like the only kind of <laughs> uh if i had to pick a socialism it's not that kind it's this a, no B, that's all fucking, fucking happens that's why people are so afraid yeah. of socialism i will take c socialism which <laughs> is basically healthcare for all that's the only kind of socialism i'm okay with um but even to like um the one of the examples that not about socialism but just about how people in this country or people who don't who are not from this country but who um, um migrate to this country how they kind of practice socialism to a degree like there's this one family 
and I wish I knew their names. I never knew their names. So every other Friday, my mom got paid, right, when we were growing up. And we used to go to this Chinese place. And the Chinese place is called Super Dragon. So anybody in South Florida, in Fort Lauderdale. Super Dragon? Super Dragon. That's a great Chinese food name. Listen, that Chinese food, it was legit. It was like you knew and you felt like, and it tasted like you was eating pork or chicken. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyway, and they just, like the whole family was there. So it was like a mom, a dad, a brother and three sisters. And every time we went, there was always a different sibling that was in the front taking the orders, blah, 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 right? And so we literally grew up with these people. And so when we were in college, they were in college. And what was interesting was that um, for, I mean, this was probably like over 20 years that we went to this place religiously every other Friday, which is sad. But anyway, um, what they did was the mom and dad came here from China, right? The kids were all born here in America. And the parents got a small loan and opened up a Chinese restaurant. But what they did was the kids would come, would go to college and they would do like a semester at a time and they would rotate. So the brother, he was into like, I think he was in uh, like software engineering. There was a sister that was trying to be a physician. Um, and then there was another sister that was trying to be a, um, like be in the business world. But what they did was for their undergrad, they would literally rotate every semester. One would work at the Chinese restaurant. The other one would go to, to go to school and they would do it like that. And then all of a sudden one day, I remember coming home from college or coming home from, from PT school and I tried to order something from Super Dragon and the people were like so rude. And I was like, whoa, that ain't the mama. Like, <laughs> why the mama so mad? Mama son, what you mad for? So I went to the place and I was like, this ain't the mama, who back there? And so I ended up just seeing the son randomly at one of the malls there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, do you all own the, the Super Dragon anymore? Mm -hmm. He was like, oh no, we sold it. He was like, oh no, mm -mm. we all doing well now. We've all finished school and we knew that, you know, our parents you know, instilled in us that we all had to take turns going to school for the greater good. And those kids literally went to school, got their educations, even gone and got, you know, went and got uh, graduate degrees. And now they're all successful and were able to retire the parents. Like that to me is like socialism. Mm -hmm. That's kind of socialism I like. That's that was four <laughs> fucking people. I know that's a lot though, but that, but that just shows the strength of this family. Like, listen, even as kids, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna sacrifice all of this stuff, and we are gonna equally sacrifice for each other, going to school so we could all be successful. And they did that in their twenties, which is what yeah. you're supposed to do, really, is you know work hard in your twenties so you can relax a little bit in your thirties and enjoy your forties. But um, yeah, I don't I don't believe that people should not take care of other people. But again, people buck the system all the time. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm a socialist when it comes to healthcare. That's probably about it. <sighs> That's an interesting side. I just don't know about it. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't like socialism? I like the idea of socialism. If everyone was going to be an awesome socialist, what's an awesome socialist to you? Like what you just described. Yeah. If everyone was just like, we're all going to help each other. We're all going to put in an effort. We're all going to do what we need to do. It doesn't fucking happen that way. No, because you're going to always have somebody that wants more. Yeah. Unfortunately. And then you're always going to have the lazy And someone ones. who wants to do less. Yeah, absolutely. And it's frustrating. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that I should be obligated to take care of someone else. Like, here's my thing. I don't mind as a 36-year-old paying taxes to um, help take care of the elderly, right? Because those people who have you know, paved a way for me to be here mm -hmm. and who have done their due diligence in working and being in the workforce and adding to it and blah, blah, blah. They get to take their rest, right? Now, um, people who are my age and younger or even older who are still on the system and food stamps and housing and all that kind of crap, that is ridiculous. Like the fact that 
generational curses of like, well, my grandma was on food stamps. My mom was on food stamps. I'm on food stamps. Now my child is on food stamps. That's a problem. Yeah. There should be a one generation limit. <laughs> so who in your fa- Yeah. No. And I think like those programs are very helpful. Yeah. But people take advantage of those programs. Absolutely. So I'm saying I am for socialism, but I just like. I'm not taking care of a grown, able bodied person. I'm That's sorry. What I'm just I'm not. Saying. My thing is like, I'm very into like, I will, a portion of my taxes can go to these programs and y'all can figure yeah. that shit out, but don't fucking come for anything else. Of no. Mine. I, this is a no. portion of my money that I'm giving to you to help these people, to help whoever you want, older people, right. whatever. But other than that, I'm working hard for my money. So this is what's going to stay mine. Exactly. And, and I'm not going to feel bad because I'm not going to take care. Remember, I think it was like two years ago. This lady, unfortunately, she was black. And this lady had, like, no lie, like, I think 12 or 15 kids. And she had gotten evicted out of her apartment. And she was in a a one-bedroom, like a one-bed hotel room. And all her kids were just everywhere. And this lady literally called the news station and was like, this city needs to help me raise my kids. I wanted to come through that phone and slap the dog shit out of this lady. You literally have 15 children that you cannot financially and or emotionally take care of. And you have the audacity to call a news station and say, so y'all need to help me with these kids. Because the more kids kids. you have, the more government resources you get. And that's horrible. Because why would the government just leave these kids to fend for themselves? They wouldn't. But people take advantage of that. I'm tired of people taking advantage of things. It's so annoying because I Can remember even, be a decent human. Even when I was in college, operate. When I was in college, I went out. I applied for food stamps, right? Because they were like, "Oh, if you if you're in school full time and you work at least twenty hours a week, you will automatically qualify for for food stamps." You know who didn't qualify for food stamps? <laughs> My motherfucking ass! And I was pissed. I'm still pissed about that government. They were like, "You <laughs> make too government. much money," and I'm like, "How do?" bitch i make five dollars and 25 cent an hour how is that too much money and they were like well you got a brand new car I, i'm sorry what, what does my brand new car have to do anything well if you're really hungry you'll sell your car bitch i need to get to work <laughs> like what sense is that like even before i had a brand new car and my dad bought me my my first truck like it, he paid it in cash right so the car was in his name well my name was on it too he put my name on it just as like you know for an asset but well, actually, a car's a liability. But anywho, not, not, he needed here nor there. That's on another episode. Right. So, but the point is, they were just like, yeah, you make too much money. And then my roommate, who, you know, is my best friend, um, but she was my roommate at the time, she got food stamps. And I was so pissed. And I'm like, Larissa. Girl, we, you eating, we eating. We work the same, like, we make the same amount of money. We work the same hours. Like, I was just at the hospital, like, are they trying to say, oh, because you work at a grocery store and I work at the hospital, like, that's, like, some kind of, I don't get it. It makes sense. And she had a brand new car. And Weird. I was like. And I think, like, at one point she got, like, $98. And I'm like, bitch, I can't even ask you for 10 Like, it, 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 it's, it's pointless. And then yeah. at one point she had ended up, um, like, when you recertify, I think she ended up getting, like, $23 or something. <laughs> I was like, I'd be so pissed. But then you go to Sam's Club with your little refund net check or whatever from from uh, your loans, and you see these people with two baskets full of crap from Sam's Club, crab legs yeah. and everything. I don't even eat seafood, and I'm pissed because you got crab legs because I know they're expensive. And it's just like, really, is it? This yeah. is what I'm paying for, and I only make five twenty five an hour as a CNA at a hospital. Like, really, dude? So yeah. I don't believe in that kind of socialism. Like, tax the wealthy tax the poor 
<laughs> Shit. <laughs> Tax the poor who are taking advantage. Well, I'm just be like, you can, I don't know. I don't even really, I'm not going to speak on the ins and outs of welfare because I don't feel like I know enough about it, but like. Oh, I know a lot of people I'm who don't like, the system on welfare. Show, you can, can you only be on it on a certain amount of time? Show me you're actively looking for a job. Show me you're trying to get work. I, like, I just want them to be like, hey, we're helping you out for six months. You got to get it together. See, that's the problem. They, the, the, the social workers and the people who run these programs, they don't give them a deadline. They're just like, you go to your case. Because, again, I'm from South Florida. I know a lot of people who have bucked this system and they will try to teach you how to do it. And like, okay, so you're going to just go to them and you just tell them, yeah, I've been filling applications. I can't find a job. And they'll be, and the caseworker is just like, bitch, I know you lying, but whatever. I'm gonna go ahead and just approve you just cause I'm, I'm overworked. I'm underpaid. I don't got time to even try to deal with your moral, you know, with your morality, yeah. whatever. Cause I'm thinking people need this, but they need it for six months to a year. So yeah. I mean, and that's not every case, but I'm just thinking if there was a deadline, would people feel more motivated? Because no, they, no, okay. because people will still try to book it and be like, well, see, I got these kids that I got to take care of. And then they'll sell their food stamps and uh-uh, I can't work because if I have a this job, I'm going to make too much money and it's going to kick me abortion. off. No, you can't. Wait, what? what? Say it again. Huh? I said, this is why we can't legalize abortion. Wait, can't. That's, that's the opposite of what I wanted to say. Cut that. Cut it. They're going to come for me. Yeah, no, I think you just said the like you just said it wrong. Like I was like This is why we can't make abortion illegal. illegal. Yes, that's what you meant to say. That's how I was like, wait, this what? This is why we can't illegalize. That's what I was saying. Okay. I was like, "What?" They're, did I not yeah. tell you I was pro life? <laughs> Use pro life for over. Here. No. You're are you pro life for real? No. Oh, I was gonna say, girl, they gonna eat your ass up in the comments. I know, no, 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 no. I'm pro make your own choice because yes. you know yourself and your own life. And if you choose to have 12 kids, then you have to choose to support them and take like you. I don't think the government Listen, should be in charge the of that. The Duggars do it. The Duggars have taken care of their own 45 kids for the past 45 years. They make years. their own clothes. They make their own clothes, their own uh, laundry detergent. Don't people ask the government for nothing? Okay, no. Tyrone. And Shaniqua, why you can't do the same thing? And I'm just only using Tyrone and Shaniqua as like stereotypical black names because I'm black, so I won't do that to nobody else's race. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about my own people. Yeah, I but. don't know. That's just, I'm also very blessed and have like a family who worst comes to worst. I would move in with someone. Yeah. Put, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Absolutely. I would hate to be like, oh, you need to get your shit together when I don't know everybody's situation. Yeah. But I feel like the system to be used and also the people who are employed by that system are overworked and underpaid. They're burnt so out. Shit. They're burnt out. It's a stressful mm -hmm. job. They're not given the resources they need. Very true. It needs an overhaul. <laughs> Bless you. Thank and you. that's my take on welfare because I'm super educated on it and well-versed. <laughs> I just know that I am still mad and still scarred at the fact that I could never get food stamps. But you want socialism so that you could get but food I stamps. I was actually working. I was actually working. I was working full-time hours and going to school full-time. You couldn't just shoot me $100 a month. That's all I needed. All I got was like bread and rice. Because you didn't have any kids. Exactly. They were like, well. Dude, when I found out how much you get on your tax return for having a kid. It's not like that anymore. I know, but I was like 15. Well, speaking, of, speaking of food stamps, I want to give a personal shout out to one of my one of my former classmates from undergrad and grad school, my Kira. 
I love you, girl. Shouts out to you. Because did she, she sell you her food stamps? She did not sell me her food stamps, but she would take us to Sam's Club and be like, listen, okay, I got this amount of money this month. We good over here. I got groceries. I got extra money. I'm going to take y'all. Y'all got $50 each. We were like, thank you, Jesus. Because oh. we were in PT school and we all struggling, waiting on our refund checks. And I'm like, mama, daddy, I need a stimulus. Like, please give I me something. I do remember that. When you're waiting for it to come in, but it yes. hasn't come in yet. And some people have it and some people don't. Oh, and you Lord. just, you see the disbursement. It's like, when it's going to hit my account? All I got is peanut butter yep. and jelly. So shout out to my Kira. She would definitely help her friends. I don't know if I should say that or not, but she's no longer on welfare. So that's perfectly fine. My mom told me the other day. She, she wasn't was on like, welfare. She just had food stamps. She just had food school. <laughs> she was in school. For her, and she has a master's degree. Her husband has a doctoral degree. Job. So she got a she job. was working. They were both working while they were in grad school. Had a baby, so she did not buck the system. What's Thank the statute you. of limitations on food stamps? I don't know, Fraud. but it's been like she's been out of college. We've been out of college for yeah. I think you're good. A while. Yeah. My mom told me the other day. She was like, "You think that you're still in college and you're still getting paid once every four months?" She was like, "Your check comes every two weeks. Like you will be okay." <laughs> Because I'm like, ah, oh, money. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't want to pay for that. She's like, listen, there's going to be money in your account. It comes every two weeks. You don't need to work. Because do you remember, like, the end of the semester where you're like, shit. I got to conserve. <laughs> yeah, <like, laughs> we got we to pull it all in. We got to stop. Seriously. Because we're going to have to make it through till the next, for the break. And then the next yes. check. And then you have a couple weeks where the semester Girl. starts. But you haven't gotten paid yet. Those times are hard because when that check drop, you'd be like, ha ha, Chipotle on me, bitches. <laughs> I can go to travel smoothie. I can do this. I can do that. And like you said, two months in, you like, damn, I messed up. You're I like, should have All right, so I won't be paying the Wi-Fi this month. <laughs> right. But I'll get it. And like, I would always tell my roommate, can like, we carpool? We can go six months not paying the electricity before they send us a notice. Six months? Yeah. Girl, Florida, shut your thing off in 30 days. No. When Austin, we didn't pay. We would just forget. So we didn't pay our shit for like six months. We moved out. No one ever said anything. And then when I moved what? back to Austin, I had like a $300 bill. They were like, yeah, we'd love to turn on your uh, electricity, but you owe us $300. No, them people will cut your thing off right in there. You'd be just sitting in the dark. <laughs> That's Texas, baby. Oh, Florida is ruthless. They do not care about your troubles. They don't listen. Wade in the water, your ass out of my line because you ain't got no money. <laughs> Man, that was dope. I but I I think that's why too with certain things in my life, I am just like very like. Sometimes I'll be like, treat yourself, treat yourself, because for so many years I had to like refrain from buying stuff. Yeah. So now I have a problem where I fill up with stuff. Yeah. So that is a problem for me, and I I am working through that currently. But well, and it's hard yeah. when like you don't have a spouse and you don't have kids. Because I remember even in college, I'd be like. I want this, but I don't have enough money for this, this, and that. Yeah. I just want, I'll eat peanut butter and jelly for three days. I don't right. give a shit. That's why I'm now. I'm like, eh, I just won't go out and even do anything for a week. It's fine. Yeah. Because you can just cut down like that. Absolutely. I can have cereal anytime I want yeah, to. Yeah. I'm like, I'll eat cereal for a week. I'll order one pizza on Sunday. I will eat pizza every day for every a day. week. Yep. I bought a bread maker. I remember I was like, no, I could just make my own pizza and be like financially responsible. That got old real quick. And I was like, <laughs> listen, all this kneading dough, I ain't got time. Kneading dough. Hell I mean, no. the, the machine does it, but then you still got to take it out. And like press out <laughs> you didn't dough. even do that no i didn't i just put all the ingredients in there let that machine just start knead the dough yeah no it's a different world now yeah very much so like i miss being a, a college student sometimes i really do but yeah anything else that's all i got cool beans well that's been a great episode this far it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun has it that. has it no Oh, I do want to say this, uh, because of the election and everything that's going on, 
Um, please be safe out there. I know that there are a lot of people that are out there like, we're going to a civil war and all this other kind of foolishness. If I um, get fucking shot because Joe Biden became president, I'm going to be pissed. I'm letting everyone know right now. That's my stance. Um, I just want you to know I'm licensed to open carry and then go find me. whoever shoots me. If I get shot or hit by another car or something crazy, please don't get hit by another find car. who did it and kill them. I don't care who it is. Okay. Duly noted. I, I revenge for Alyssa. I Check. just like refuse to be put in danger because this another white man got elected to be president. I just think it's stupid that people will even incite a war because your candidate lost that happens every four fucking years someone wins and someone loses four years ago when trump won the trumpers were like oh get the fuck over it you clinton lovers get over it who cares (laughs) and now you can't be mature enough to be okay with the fact that your candidate lost i don't care if you think that it was voter fraud who gives a rat's fat ass about it you lost suck it the fuck up you still gotta go to work on monday just like everybody else that's what it is for me right in your house all these super conservative republicans right hated obama they let it build up trump came they were like fuck this we're all gonna show out fuck hillary clinton trump won so now what happened last four years Mm -hmm. everyone's been like fuck you they let their hate build up they're pissed off they showed up at the polls and guess what he got voted out you got voted out and guess what if y'all freaking hate joe biden you're just gonna let this fuel and you're gonna come together and then four years are gonna come back and vote every four years wax and wane people pretty much and the thing is like even i saw this one meme about um i don't know if we said this already but i saw this one meme that was like oh if you're gonna let the way that somebody votes affect your friendship please don't let it do that okay fuck you and the friendship okay if you voted for this person who again I, here's what i want people to understand here's what i want people to understand when you are a person of color in this country your experience is very different right specifically when you are an african-american people of color have a different experience than african-americans in this country And what people have to understand is that we have been very diligent people. We've been very forgiving people where shit pops off. It happens. We do the same rigmarole of bullshit. Like somebody gets killed by the police unarmed. We protest in the streets. A lot of times stuff don't come up, doesn't come from it. Right. And then we perpetuate this vicious cycle. You cannot tell me as a Christian person that you voted for a person who is vile, hateful, is a bigot, who goes condescending, berating, bullying, (laughs) and disrespectful. (laughs) That's an inside joke, by the way. So you cannot tell me that you vote for this person and that who is against everything that I am and then you can still be my friend because it's not about the taxes it's not about the gas prices going up it's not about any of this shit this man has incited so much divisiveness and hatred in this country hate was already there y'all we are not oblivious to that hate was already in existence but it was closeted he gave it a name and a power a speed he gave, and a velocity he gave it Girl, you just, you preached the word right there. Thank you. He literally gave it power. And because he's given it power, I cannot commune with someone who endorses an oppressor. 
Like you, you will. I'm sorry, you. I don't give a damn if you we was best friends. Fuck you, your mama, and your whole lineage. Okay, because what you're failing to understand is that that I have a different experience from you in this country. Even on my job, I'm discriminated against. I, everybody at my job currently now, there is nobody in my upper leadership that looks like me. So you can't identify with how the way I talk, that when I talk very loud, that I'm not being aggressive. There is no other person in my department that can understand what I walk through on a daily basis. With as much education as I have, which as, as many degrees and certifications as I have, I still have to be 20 times better than the mediocre motherfuckers that are in a leadership position. Like you will, until you understand what that feels like to be able to, to, to drive in your car, you ain't doing nothing but listening to your music and you see a police officer and your whole asshole clench up. You ain't even did shit wrong. Mm -hmm. Until you learn how to walk in this country without your privilege, you can never tell me it's okay that we have different political views. No, it's not. Because some political views are rooted in racism, okay? Which directly affects my black ass. Now you can say all day, I don't agree with gay marriage or I don't agree with abortion. That's perfectly fine. That because those are those are choices to a degree. Like obviously, you know, we don't even get into all that. But I'm just saying, it's a choice. Let's put it on the choice table, because right? Because you can, uh, you don't present. You do. You can present gay, but like if Not you really. if you would like to hide the fact that you are homosexual, exactly. like you can choose to do that. I, you cannot hide the fact that you're black. Absolutely, you can't hide the fact that you're black. Like nobody nobody ever asks you on a job application if you're gay or straight. You cannot look at somebody. I don't care if somebody is in a full-fledged drag queen outfit. You can never you can't you can't assume that they're gay because they can look like a man, look like a woman, whatever the case may be. You cannot look at them and say, "I know you're gay." Oh, I know you've had an abortion. But you look at me, you know that I'm black. They don't give a damn if I'm from the Bahamas, Jamaica, Africa, and bitch you just black. Years of stereotypes and biases and shit that come with that that people don't even know they have but it affects you negatively yeah and the thing is too unless you're a basketball player or a rapper but even to look at offset got pulled out of his damn uh what was it a mercedes or a jeep or something he was in and cardi b was sitting there yelling with her loud ass and they still <laughs> tried to lock his ass up yeah. and it's just i mean it, it's sad that even in this country a country that was literally founded upon with the nicest people the indigenous people were the nicest people. They invited you to the fucking buffet and you motherfuckers killed them. And here's, you had to plan all that food. But here's the issue that bothers me. You are people in this country are so fucking dismissive to their own history. I wasn't the one who did that to the Indians. It's not the point. You still have the bloodline of these fucking vultures. And the reality is that you still acting away. No, you ain't give me no blankets with no smallpox, baby. But you still with these micro ass aggressions and this passive aggressive attitude and the fact that you'll sit there and see me being discriminated against, but you won't say no shit that's still in your fucking lineage. That's the point that we're all trying to make. No one person voted for Biden because we feel like he is a white savior. No one voted for, I didn't vote. I don't even like Biden or Kamala. I've said that in previous podcasts before. I'm voting, I voted against hate discrimination. 
of any kind. How can I sit here and say, well, I understand from the black vote, you discriminating against me, but I don't really care about the LGBTQ+. They're a group that's discriminated against too. Anybody that's discriminated against, I'm going to feel that. Why? Because I know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I mean, again... You can vote for who you want to vote for, but don't come in my face with this bullshit like, well, I'm not a racist. Hmm. If it smells like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like that motherfucker, bitch quack quack. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all? And the people who didn't vote, I hope a roach bites you on your fucking forehead, you pieces of shit. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Like, God damn it. People saying, well, I didn't think my vote was going to matter anyway. Bitch, this motherfucker was leading by 900 votes. Do you know how close that is? A 0.1%, like a 0.1% margin where these people had to go and do recounts. This is why. That shit's already not over. I can tell you oh right my, now. Well, he's going to go after it and it's fine because they've already done recounts in most of these I states know. that have that rule. I'm just tired of it. Look, I'm, I'm yawning it about it. That's so rude to just be like boring on the You're podcast. Not, I'm not boring. I'm fun. I've already denounced abortion and hatred and racism that's not boring you that's denounced abortion why would you denounce abortion why do i keep saying that i, I don't, don't know. know why that keeps happening i we have please cut it i can't deal with the comments and the Alyssa is pro choice people okay i am make your own choices make would, your own choices and i would like for you to choose to like and subscribe to this episode tell yes. your friends about the podcast absolutely get some rest everybody in the country yeah just take a nice I'm long so tired. Nap. that's why that keeps happening the election is over we're done we have a new president you still got to take your ass to work tomorrow mm -hmm. that's just the end of it so uh be safe out there people there's no civil war if there is just go to academy and get some bullets that's all i can say yeah all right so like subscribe share download bap, bap, bap. tap 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 in all right bye y'all thanks for listening tap in. thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with fleming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod be sure to tune in to the face off every tuesday when new episodes are released <laughs>